servant to the most wonderful real estate podcast ever, the show that gives you the lowdown on how to become a successful real estate entrepreneur with more than 30 years of experience. America's top female real estate investor one is an expert in financial freedom and turning dreams into realities. Now's your chance to become a Dwandonaire with the help of Dwan. Here's to a flaming hot foreclosure market with the help of Dwan. Cheers. Hey, hey. Welcome to the most wonderful real estate podcast ever. I am your host, Dwan Benton Twyford, America's most sought after real estate investor. I'm so excited that you are here today. We're finishing up November, five Tuesdays that we are going through the five equities of life. Because at the end of every uh, podcast, I always say, hey, this life equity is this, and I give us a little bit of an assignment. So I'm trying to spend just a little bit of time, since there are five Tuesdays in the month, that that'd be a good time to go through each one of the equities individually to help you have a better understanding of basically what we're talking about. And what I'm trying to do is just to help everybody have a little bit more balance in their lives. Okay, so we're gonna start off. I'm gonna read a five-star review. And this one has five stars and it says, Priceless Info! Exclamation. This is one of my all-time favorite podcasts. I love Juan's style of keeping things real, being relatable, and giving such great business advice and tips that you can implement right away. Aww! That's Rose Bartholomew from the United States off of Apple Podcasts. So thank you, Rose. That is so sweet for you to say that. So I just love doing my show. I'm officially into the fourth year. Like officially. So I'm pretty excited about that as well. And uh, it's just been great. I don't know. It's just really been great. I love doing it. I'm getting so many great reviews. I'm getting asked to be on so many other podcasts. I'm getting nominated for stuff. So it's very exciting. So we're going to finish off November, and our last equity is mental. So we have uh, financial, spiritual, physical, family, mental. So those are what I call the five equities of life. And at the end of every show, I give an equity and an assignment. And the reason that I do that is I know for me personally, when I was first building my real estate business, I was really so much about working and making money. And I did not have enough balance. Now, you know, again, I started as a single mom. So I was a broke single mom. And I wanted to be with my daughter all the time. So I had my daughter with me every single minute of the day. And we worked and worked on houses. And we had just a really great, fun relationship. She was always at my rehab doing stuff, which is really cute. But I really focus a lot on work and I didn't spend much time going out with my friends. I didn't see my family as much because I didn't want to be a broke single mom again. Because, you know, when all that happened, um, <laughs> it was really, it was really terrifying. Let me just tell you, it was super terrifying. Okay, I'm messing with my hair. This camera that I have like flips it so when I look at the camera, I see myself backwards like my face is flipped and I look I'm like wow I look so weird so I try to look at the camera up here and keep an eye on just you so I myself have gotten my body really out of balance and, and not my, even my body my whole life 
I've had many, many uh, seasons of not having enough balance. And since I started podcasting, I made the decision on my very first podcast, I was going to give out a life equity every single week and rotate around between the five different equities to try to help people have a little bit more balance in their life. So we're going to finish off the month talking about mental or mental well-being. Now, I don't know about you, but people are like, go on, be crazy. <laughs> ah, because I'm so outspoken and I say what I think and I have a little shock value, I think, with my, my pink hair and a lot of stuff like that. But what I'm talking about mentally really is I want you to have men, mental health, okay? I've told you all before, I have had a couple of times where I've taken antidepressants. I've had seasons in my life where I was super happy and seasons where I was just super mentally unhappy about things. Um, I had that parathyroid surgery and that like had me so mentally cracked out. I couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. All I knew was something was so super wrong. I didn't even feel like myself. So when I'm talking about mental, I'm going to talk about all of it. Like we, anybody could have an actual chemical imbalance and that needs addressing. You know, if you're feeling sad and just don't want to get up and you don't want to participate in life, that's okay to say like, hey, I think I might be having some depression issues. There's no shame in any of that. Uh, but other things mentally, are you mentally healthy? Are you reading the Bible? Are you praying? Are you meditating? Are you changing your thoughts from negative thoughts to positive thoughts? Like something like 85 or 90% of our self-talk is negative self-talk. Negative self-talk is stuff like, oh, you look terrible in that shirt or your hair. I don't know. Well, who's there? I mean, just come on now. Just like negative, right? Positive self-talk is like, girl, you're rocking it today. You look amazing. So it is important to have positive self-talk and to have a good mental feeling and have balance and not let our minds run away with us and take us down these crazy paths worrying about things that are never actually going to happen. Now, for me personally, I used to, I went to one of those, it was like some type of, a, maybe even a Tony Robbins seminar. I used to go to all those a lot in my 20s and my 30s, all the time. And I heard someone talking about our, our mind and that, like, I think, I swear, I think it's like 80 or 85% of our thoughts are, it's negative self-talk. Negative meaning we're thinking negative thoughts about other people, about ourselves, our day, our job, people around us, looking at people in the mall going like, seriously? So negative. So once it was brought to my attention, I thought, you know what, I, I do do that. I, I really paid attention and I realized that I do have a lot of negative thoughts rolling around in my mind. So I made it a point. So this is what I decided to do for me personally. Every time I would catch myself having a negative thought, I said, I will talk to God. So over the course, and this does not happen in like three months, over the course of a couple of years, I started to notice I was always walking around sort of what I call a constant state of prayer. Like, hey, Lord, what's up? I can't my podcast today. The weather's nice. Yeah, I don't know about the lights. That's okay. It's all good. I hope this person's good. I hope that person's good. And, you know, my audience today, they're going to love everything I have to say. And I started just replacing everything with like a conversation. 
So now I find myself literally in a state of prayer all the time. So I'm always walking around and my half thoughts rolling in and out of my head. I, I noticed and I, and I have paid attention to it recently because I knew I was going to be talking about these issues. Uh, and I still do do it from like decades ago now. I always talk to God all the time. And whenever a negative thought creeps in or I start to get a negative thought about something or I don't know, I start to feel insecure about something or I get a little bit worried about COVID or just whatever. I'm like, nope, nope, I'm not going to let my mind go there. And I just say, hey, Lord, what's up? And I change my conversation. Now, if you're not a praying person, certainly you don't have to do that. be good for you, though. But just if you catch yourself having a negative thought, I actually started writing down. I had a little piece of paper, a little notebook, and I would just do like one, two, three, four, five, you know, and start writing down. Every time I have a thought, I would make a mark that was negative. So I decided to test myself for a couple of days. And I have like 85 to 100 negative thoughts a day. And I was like, wow, that is really a lot of negative stuff. And when you have a lot of negative stuff coming into your mind, it transfers into your body. So a lot of people that might not feel good or have health issues or things are wrong in your body, I'm telling you, negativity and stress can eat you up and make you sick. A lot of the sicknesses that we have are because of stress. Fact. So once I became aware, because I went to like a big rah-rah seminar, I heard someone talk about it. I think I may even have bought their book. Our program and I and I thought wow okay I do I do do that you know I need to stop doing that and I made the change which took a while it was like a few years before I started realizing like hey you know what I think about positive stuff all the time like wow this is so much better and so people are always like oh Dwan you're aging so good this and that da, 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 da. I am telling you I look younger now than I did 20 years ago not because of plastic surgery or anything like that because I always think positive. No matter what's happening, I hear someone has cancer, I think positive. I hear something negative, I think positive. COVID comes out, I still think positive. I do not let any negative thoughts spend one minute in my head. And I'm telling you, I sleep better, I look better, I feel better. Some of the issues I had went away and now, it could just be because they went away, because I started eating better, or I started exercising more regularly. But I think a lot of it is because my mental mindset is always really good. Even in my podcast in the beginning, when I was first getting diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis, I came on a couple of days, I was like, oh my God, you guys, I feel terrible today, but I still want to talk to you. Because I knew it would make me feel better. So if you go back, you'll see a couple of them. Back when I was first getting diagnosed, like the first year and like August and September, a couple days I was just like, but I still did it. One, because I committed and dedicated, but I also knew it would make me feel better talking to y'all. So in our mental, what can we do? Well, first, now that you're aware of how much negative self-talk we have, why don't you do what I did? I had like a little, um, just like a little notebook thing. And I just, you know, I did like one, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. Every time I had a negative thought, and I, I tracked it for a couple of days, well, maybe a week even. I was like, gosh darn, so many negative thoughts. And so then I made myself become aware. Because once you become aware of something, now you know it. So you can't go back to not knowing it. So now if you're like, hey, I have become aware that there's a lot of negative self-talk, 
Then when you, then the next step is to start listening to your thoughts. And if you hear a thought coming out of your mouth, that's not good. Go, oh, wait, there's a negative self-talk. I'm going to change that up. Now, do you want to change it into talking to God? That's what worked for me. Just want to replace it. Like maybe you're, maybe you're, I, I, <laughs> ah, I'm definitely a people watcher. I could just sit down at them all on the bench and look at people all day. And I do think to myself, like, I see someone that's really just dressed so horrible and every bulge and everything they have, you can see everything. And I'm always like, you know what? Instead of thinking like, oh, that person, seriously, I'm just like, I'd like to have that mirror. The mirror that they look in that says, you look amazing, go out to the mall in that outfit. I'd like to have that mirror. Because <laughs> I can only imagine my mirror being like, woohoo, girl, you're on fire. So, uh, so maybe that's a negative thought, but it's sort of, I don't know. I, I like people watch. But I remember I used to even be like, oh my God, this person is to this, to that, to that, to that, to that. And I don't even do that anymore. If I sit and watch people, I'm like, oh, that's a good outfit. Hey, that's cool. Look at that fun haircut. Look at this, look at that. Even that in my head is positive again. Now, last year during COVID, I did a bunch of podcasts when we all got first locked down. And I could feel myself feeling like a little bit of anxiety about what's happening in the world and thinking like, wow, I don't know. Are we going to lose our rights, our freedoms? Like, what's happening? We're locked down. Like, this is so bizarre. Nothing like this has ever happened in my lifetime. And then I started looking back and reading about, like, the Black Plague and the Spanish Flu and looking back at these other things and the time period and how long they cycled through before they... I guess everyone just kind of got herd immunity at some point. People either died or they lived and it went away and then there we go. So I started reading about some of the other ones. But, but then you're like, holy cow, like 50 million people died off this or that. It was frightening. Um, but I, I was like, okay, so this is not going to be forever and ever and ever and ever. So I want to keep my good mindset while we're going through this as a, a country, as a world, actually. The whole world's going through it together. So... For mental, I want you to focus on good thoughts, positive thoughts, uh, not being like a grudge holder. I'm grudging on people. I'm holding on to things. And let the things go. There's that saying, I don't even know. The first time I ever heard it was on Oprah Winfrey's show. And she said, forgiveness is not for uh, the other person. It's for you. And when you forgive people and you let things go, mentally, you're happier. So if you're holding on to things and holding on to grudges or holding on to any, someone that you think wronged you, or you just always got negative thoughts rolling around all the time, you can't possibly be fully successful and healthy and happy with all of that bogging your mind down. And I always tell people, I'm like, listen, your mind is not your friend. Your mind will get you convinced that you're not good enough to start that business. You're not good enough to start that podcast. You're not good enough to date that guy or that girl. You know, you're not good enough for this, you're not good enough for that. Why didn't you do better? If only you had done better, this and that would be different. So your mind is not your friend. It is not your friend. Your mind will talk you out of everything. So what you have to do is get control of your mindset and get control of your mental health. And you start calling the shots. And now, again, if you are a person that has, like, actual... Um, chemical imbalances or you bipolar or anything or schizophrenia, anything like that, get on some medication because you can be happy too. So if you're listening, you're like, you know, I just, I feel worthless. Nothing ever goes right for me. And you have all those kind of thoughts. Maybe take a little test online and go talk to a doctor and go, Hey, you know what? 
this might actually be depression. You know, I can change it. I can fix that. I can, I can change my mindset. You can change it. You might need help with some medication, but there's no shame in that. Again, like I said, I've taken antidepressants four or five times. Absolutely no shame in any of that. But your mind and your mental mindset really kind of sets the tone for the rest of your body. So when your mind is unhealthy, your body is unhealthy. Your body is unhealthy. You don't feel like doing things. You don't make money. You don't make money. And then you're broke. And then you have financial issues. And then you borrow money from your family. And then they get tired and start blowing your money. And next thing you know, all the five equities are blowing up in your face. So as we wrap up, financial, spiritual, physical, mental, family, all the life equities, dedicate a little bit of time every day to each one Dedicate specifically time each week to them and get yourself in the best mental shape you can be in and you watch all the things that will unfold for you. I promise you that your life will be better if you can get control of that crazy mind that you have going on. And we all do. So I, I have to stay on top of it all the time. Like I said, Last year, I could feel myself kind of sliding off the cliff on all my good thoughts all the time because the news was so bad. So when I stopped doing it, I just stopped watching the news. <laughs> and I was like, ah, wow, I feel happy again. I'm not terrified every single day. Now, of course, I watch enough to be, you know, up on things because you have to pay attention to stuff. But honestly, even the news can be like the worst thing. It's all negative. If it, if it bleeds, it leads. All negative. So let's just work on our mind, our mental health. And that will overflow into your family, your love life, your business, your spirituality. It will flow over into your physical. Honestly, having a great mindset will flow over into all the areas of your life. So that is going to wrap up November of dedicating each week to one of the five equities of life. So anytime in the future when you hear me saying, hey, the life equity this week is, I'll say, hey, go back and look at the podcast title and listen. And the better we do mentally, the better we do all the way around, and a better part of society that we are. We're just, we're just better when we're happy. Okay? And you can be happy no matter what's happening around you. That is your choice. You choose this day to be happy or not. So I choose to be happy every day, regardless of what's happening in the world, because that's my choice. I choose to be happy. Okay? All right, guys, I have super had fun this month talking about the five equities of life. So if you're new to Wonderful, what does this podcast have to do with real estate investing? It all ties together, okay? But you can go to Dwonderful.com, opt in. I have five free, uh, four, four free eBooks for you and get on some webinars and start listening. Find me on the book, find me on the gram. I'm just around, okay? So remember, the truth is in the red letters. We'll be back next week, same bad time, same bad channel. Ciao. Thank you for dropping by to the most wonderful real estate podcast ever, making real estate investment wonderful each and every time. Oh, for more information on how to make your, your real, real estate, estate dreams, dreams a reality, reality, keep an eye on dwonderful.com and be sure to become a member.